Welcome to Disney Conversations. I'm your tour conductor, Magical Matthew Wallace. Along with our tour guides, Mindy Muir and Diane Whiting, we hope to bring you a lot of entertaining discussions from all over the Disney Company. If you have something you'd like to hear about, or if you'd like to join the conversation, just email us at disneyconversationsatoutlook.com so we can start talking right away. Now it's time to get this tour moving, so welcome aboard. Well, tour number 80 brings us to another journey in our exploration of our favorite foods at Walt Disney World. This week, we're going to take a little tour around Disney Hollywood Studios, and then we may jump on the Skyliner for a little look at some of the nearby resorts if you need options to take longer breaks or maybe to find some incredible edibles. Joining us for this tour is one of our favorite tour guides, Diane Whiting. Hello, Diane. How are you? Hey, Matthew. How are you? I am well, thanks. Good. You said you guys got some snow out there, huh? We got a ton of snow. Yep. I'm in uh, the Salt Lake City area, and I think we've got six inches now. The skies are brilliantly blue and sunny right now, so it's just beautiful because we can see our mountains, and it looks like Christmas. looks like the holidays. You, you can keep that stuff there. It's turning to rain <laughs> by the time it gets to me. Okay. Tonight. Yeah, well... It loves to stop here, but that's okay. We want the skiers to come. Come ski Utah, everyone. We have the greatest snow on earth. <laughs> Scientifically proven. So today we're going to take a little walk around Hollywood Studios, virtually speaking, and talk about some of the places that we've eaten at or some of the places we'd like to try. I guess I have to ask you this proverbial question, given your track record so far. Have you eaten at all of these places, too? It's just one continual source of embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have eaten at most of these places okay. uh, at one time or another. There are a few that I avoid just because they're not any good. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, but we'll, we'll sort out. The good and the bad. For me, there's one that I've eaten at in the past, but it no longer exists because Galaxy's Edge went in, so it got taken out. Yeah, there's I can't there's even a few remember what it was. So <laughs> there's a few. So when you walk into Hollywood Studios, what would be the first place you would think of to go get a snack or a bite to eat? Well, the first one that you're gonna encounter is the uh Starbucks location in the park, which used to be a really, really good bakery. It's the trolley car cafe. So it's what's in every Starbucks. Uh, there are some pastries and sandwiches. And of course those change the line for that place is out the door in the morning. And I would avoid it if possible, just because you're going to be wasting a lot of your time in line there. Uh, if you, if you have to have a coffee in the morning, there are Joffrey's carts located in the park in different areas where you could get that, but it's just so busy as soon as the park opens. Unfortunately, they got rid of Starring Rolls, which is just around the corner. It used to be just around the corner. It used from, to be, yeah, because yeah. they had my favorite cupcake. Yes, the Butterfinger. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I really wish they would open that up again because the space is just being wasted. You know, all the tables are still out there. You could still, it's a good place to escape if you've you know, yes. picked up a quick service and don't have a place to sit. It's really just kind of sad because it's a prime location. And I thought it was a really popular 
place to eat. They had great sandwiches and, but alas, not there anymore. But if you keep heading down Hollywood Boulevard, I will give you kind of a little tip that is really fun. If you go almost all the way to the end, right before you make the left turn for Rock and Roller Coaster, Hollywood Scoops is one of the better places for breakfast if you like Mickey waffles. And yes, you can get quick service Mickey waffles, and they are the only place that serves blueberry Mickey waffles. It's $9.49 for the waffle platter, and you get the Mickey waffles, you get fresh blueberries, you get whipped cream and syrup. Instead of waiting in line at the trolley uh, car cafe for your coffee, you can get uh, Joffrey's right there. And it's a great place for breakfast. The tables are all, you know, kind of wide open. And you're mm-hmm. right there if you want to hop on Rock and Roller Coaster or Tower of Terror after that. And most people don't even really know that they're open. So Blueberry Mickey Waffles at Hollywood Scoops. That actually sounds it is. like a nice Yeah, and they've got all those tables back there. Um, you know, that nobody's really with. I mean, it's- using at that time of day. So that is a great place. Right. Yeah, because it's well, an ice cream admit, place. I so, you know, people don't really notice it in the morning. But Blueberry Mickey Waffles, uh, they yeah. might be the only quick service, unless you're like in a resort and getting a resort breakfast, where you can get that at least in a park. And I know you can't get Blueberry Mickey Waffles at very many places. So, yeah. Yeah, put that on your list because that's a great kind of sneaky little breakfast I've spot. I've never seen them anywhere. And generally not crowded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good, it's good. Yeah, it sounds, sounds So that's where unique. I'm headed for breakfast yeah, if I, I am I going like to that section of the park. Um, if I am headed okay. over towards Galaxy's Edge, then, of course, you've mm-hmm. got your Ronto Roasters. That's a good breakfast, too. Have you ever eaten there? Okay. I recommend okay. using your um, mobile order. I have order not had the chance to do that. Because it's always very busy. I'm like all day long. <laughs> yes. So I I like it. it it's, is, I um, have noticed that. It's a good breakfast. So you can get the Ronto morning wrap, which is the eggs with sausage, shredded cheese, and a peppercorn sauce, you know, kind of folded up in a pita bread. They have some overnight oats with dragon fruit and yogurt and some seasonal fruit if you just want something super quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that that's a that's a nice place to stop for breakfast if you're headed over there and you're starving. But again, I do recommend mobile order for sure because the lines are insane. And you probably will still have to wait even with mobile order. The last time I was there, we waited in line for quite a little bit to pick our mobile order up. So. They just don't have enough breakfast places in that park. Did I hear that Woody's Roundup is going to have breakfast? Yes, they do have breakfast. Um, And if you are going to eat at Woody's Lunchbox, morning is probably a better time because the shade's a little bit better in the morning. Uh, You might be able to find a seat. Again, they have like 12 tables. I don't know why. It's always walking around with your tray trying to find a spot. They have breakfast bowls, which are like, they call them potato barrels, but tater tots with a 
smoked brisket and country gravy and scrambled eggs and like some green onions on top. Mm -hmm. So that's always a good breakfast. And then of course they have their version of pop tarts and the one for the holidays right now is a hot cocoa one with chocolate fudge filling and a hot cocoa marshmallow fondant with mini marshmallows on the top. So if you want a very sugary breakfast, <laughs> that's that's a good place to stop. Sure. But you you know they just they don't offer a lot as far as breakfast goes and I know let me check some of the sit downs because I know they're kind of slowly starting to bring those back. So Hollywood and Vine. That was one has, I was just thinking about. Yeah. Now, generally, the food's not good at Hollywood and Vine. But if you are looking for a sit-down breakfast in the park, they can't mess it up too badly. It's pancakes and scrambled eggs and right. um they, it looks like they've got some frittatas and they have, you know, the pastries, they have a hazelnut spread stuffed French toast with bananas and caramel bananas, foster syrup. So that might be good. How the pricing on that, I'll have to check because it's generally much more expensive than the food would warrant. Yeah, it's $42 per adult and 27 per kid, uh, three to nine. Holy cow. Plus tax and gratuity on both. Yeah. Now, if you want to meet the characters, that's pretty easy. They do have really cute seasonal dining parties, which mm -hmm. are really fun. Now, breakfast is just the Disney Junior Stars. Right. So if you're, it, and generally geared towards the preschool set. If you want to see Minnie and her friends, those, that's lunch and dinner where the food, you know, kind of drops off in quality quite a bit. But the outfits are cute because she does different outfits for each season of the year. And they do have right now like the Christmas outfits and Goofy is dressed as Santa. You know, Minnie has her pretty red Christmas dress on. So it's kind of fun, but eat first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's not you're not getting a lot of food value for your money, but you're going to get cute pictures. And if your kids are really into the Disney Junior Stars, breakfast would be a good way to go there. I think I had heard somebody recently who had eaten there said that they've changed some of the cooking staff over. Oh, well, so there's hope. And that the food was at least slightly better than in the past. Okay. That's, again, it's one of those things that you're just going for, you know, for the characters. Right. It's, it's, there are very few character meals in Disney World that are worth the price that they're asking right. for the food aspect of it. You know, I would say Garden Grill and Topolino's are the only two that come to mind. But, you know, if your kids just love these characters, that's a great place to go and, and get that finished in the, the beginning of the day. Get your Disney Junior characters out of the way. But that's it for breakfast. <laughs> I was just trying to see the first place that I ate at at the studios years ago was at the Hollywood Brown Derby. Mm, that's my favorite. But it was a special event. Hmm. It was called Dine with an Imagineer. Oh, yeah. And they put us in a side room. We had, I think, four entree choices that we were able to choose from, but it doesn't look like they're offering that right now. Mm. That's what I was trying to find out was if they were bringing it back. Yeah. That's one I'd like to see them bring back because it's worth it. The, yes. Yeah. I mean, we you, get, you get the ear of an Imagineer that's on site at Walt Disney World. I was hoping for Joe Rody. Didn't get him. <laughs> 
I hear he has done that in the past. Won't be doing it anymore because he's retired. But. Yeah, I know he's done it at Tiffin's in Animal yeah. Kingdom, which is a very expensive restaurant. But I had the uh, I had the steak that Brown Derby offers, and I'm trying to see if I can find what it was because it was really good. Yeah. It even got a little adventuresome because it's it has some different kind of topping on it. I love that restaurant. That is a go to for me quite a bit. And because it is a replica of the Hollywood Brown Derby, which no longer exists in, right. in Hollywood, I you can save money by having like a strictly original Hollywood Brown Derby lunch or dinner. So mm-hmm. I start with the Shirley Temple because that was created at the Hollywood Brown Derby for Shirley Temple. You know, they make it at the bar. So it's kind of the real one with the, the real syrups. And um, she didn't like it because she thought it was too sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but they put a glow cube in mine and I thought it was really cute. So I start with that okay. usually just for fun. And then of course the cop salad is original to the Brown Derby and it's delicious. And it's a very popular item. It is. And it's like the cheapest thing on the menu. It's $22 for a salad. It's huge. I can never finish it, but right. it's really, really good. And then for dessert, I'll get the grapefruit cake, which is also a Brown Derby original. So you can eat authentically and keep your bill to, you know, about $40, $45, which is the cheapest you're going to get there. Other things are just really good if you are looking for just a splurge kind of lunch or dinner because it is a signature restaurant. They have filet mignon and then they've got uh, fish, which I know my son really loved the salmon there. The short ribs are good. And of course, every Disney menu is going to have beef entree, chicken entree, a pork entree, a fish entree, and a vegetarian or and or vegan entree. So there's something for everybody. I've heard the tomato risotto is really good. So it just depends on what you like. Well, the interesting thing about the Brown Derby to me, too, is if you don't want to actually go to the restaurant, there's a lounge attached to it that anybody can go to. You don't need a reservation. And you can still access some of the things that you can get in the restaurant yes, through the lounge. You know, is it less expensive? Not necessarily, but actually I'm looking at some of the drinks and stuff. They got some pretty cool choices here. They do. It's, it's a good option if you haven't made a reservation, but you would still like something, you know, decent to eat. The lounge is always a good option. They used to have sliders. I They used to serve a half size Cobb salad. I don't, I haven't checked their menu lately, but that is a good, a good choice. And you know, you can get on the walk-up wait list if, if they can't seat you right away. And and remember, of course, it is outside. There are umbrellas. But if it's extremely hot and humid, that might not be a choice that you want to make. Right. But they do have, yeah, they do have the Cobb salad. So that's, uh, they only, yeah, the sliders, the Cobb salad. They have a tuna, niçoise salad, a charcuterie board, and a shrimp cocktail. So you're paying $17 for a shrimp cocktail. And the salad is the same price as inside, $22. But if it's a beautiful day, I would definitely do that. Now, when you go, even if you're eating at the lounge, walk inside the restaurant and kind of check it out because it is a reproduction. There were multiple brown derbies, but it is a reproduction of one of the ones in Hollywood. And they've got all the caricatures on the wall. So if you've ever watched the old I Love Lucy shows, season six, my favorite episode, Lucy at the Brown Derby with William Holden, they've got the banquet seating just like in the show, and they've got the caricatures on the wall. 
the ones, if you look around in the lobby at, you know, throughout the seating area of the restaurant, the caricatures in the gold frames are actually ones from the Hollywood Brown Derby that they brought to this location in Hollywood studios. So that's really fun to check out which ones are original and then the others are reproductions, but they're a lot of fun to see if you can recognize you know, stars from the golden age of Hollywood. It's a great spot. I would actually know some of those because I grew up on those movies. Yes. Well, you should definitely go and kind of, kind of check it out. It's, it's just a beautiful restaurant, even if you, you know, choose not to eat there or go in and, you know, have a dessert. They've got some really good desserts on their menu. It's the best restaurant in Hollywood studios by far. So the one restaurant that I've been to more than once is a very popular one. If it's one that you want to get a dining reservation for, plan for it towards the end of your trip and work back. 50s Primetime Cafe. Yes, that's yummy. My family loves it. If you walk away from there hungry, you didn't do it right. They are well known for many of their dishes, most especially the fried chicken, Mama's Old Fashioned Pot Roast. It's delicious. If you really want to kind of get a taste of all of it, Get the sampler. It's not cheap. It's twenty eight bucks. That's what I always choose. But when you get that, you get you get to sample the fried chicken, the pot roast, the meatloaf, and everything that comes with them. Here's a planning tip for you. You can split the meals. As long as you're not on a dining plan, which we don't have to offer right now, you can split the meals. And I guarantee you, every one of those meals are at least divisible by two and probably three. Yeah, they're large portions. But that fried chicken is amazing. I love it because it's not greasy. No. It's moist, but it's not greasy. Yeah. And if you want to make it healthier, just peel the skin off. Don't eat that part of it and go for the meat because the meat is really good. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's it's a fun place to eat. Uh, There's a lot of antics going on. On my last trip with two of my girlfriends, you know, the server noticed I didn't eat all my green beans and she would not give me my dessert until I had. And she stood there <laughs> until I finished every last green bean. Uh, and I love that kind of stuff. That does not bother me. Of course, everybody in our little area was like watching and cheering and clapping, I think, when I finished. I don't know. I was <laughs> too full of green beans to pay much attention. Yeah. But yeah, I finished them all and I got my peanut butter and jelly shake to go. There's a hot tip too: the peanut butter and jelly I shake. See- I have not had that yet. Mindy's already yelled at me about not getting yeah, this. It's amazing. It sounds ick, but it's so good. And you can That's ask for it to go and they'll put it in a, you know, in a cup for you and take it out in the park. And, you know, usually me, I've slurped it all down by the time I get back to, you know, Hollywood Boulevard. But it's it's really good. And if you just want the shake, just walk in and head over to Tune In Lounge and you can order it there. And I was also, just going to say that. And this is another one of those hot tips. There's a lounge attached to it. Mm-hmm. It's a part of the restaurant and you can get most of the desserts from there. Yeah. And, you know, you feel like you're in your grandma's living room, at least in my case. It's, yeah. Pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Very fun mid-century modern yes. design and furnishings. And you can watch little little clips of uh, different 1950s primetime television shows. So <laughs> on repeat. And it's a lot of fun to eat there. You're eating on Formica tables and all of the kitschy, campy kind of kitchen accessories are all around you. And it's, it's just a fun, happy restaurant. We love it. 
So what are some other hot places you'd choose to go grab a bite to eat at? Okay, so the other sit-down rest. Well, there's two other sit-down restaurants. Um, we've eaten at Sci-Fi Dine-In quite a bit. That is set up to look like a 50s drive-in theater, and uh, so it's dark inside. They've got the sky. You know, you can see the twinkling lights, and uh, they've got the what looks like the little snack bar in the back, and then you sit in uh, modified 50s automobiles, which is really kind of a fun way to eat. And if you've got little kids that like that sort of thing or that are, you know, my little grandson loves cars, that's a great place to go and eat. When you're sitting in the cars, you're sitting like front seat, back seat. Some of them have three seats. So you're you're not mm-hmm. gathered around a table necessarily able to converse with each other. There are a few of those where they're kind of table-like, even though they're in a car and you are seated across from each other. And if you have a very large party, you'll be at the picnic tables in the back. But they're it's set up just like a drive-in, and they've got all kinds of sci-fi movie clips from the 50s. And it's a really kind of a long reel of clips. It's about 40 minutes. The food is right. what you would expect at a at a drive-in and that is what they do best. And that's always another good dining tip is to go with the restaurant strength. You know, they are a drive-in theater. I would recommend getting the burgers and the fries or the onion rings. Uh, I wouldn't go with like pan seared salmon there. (laughs) It's just, it's Mm. not their thing. Uh, The burgers are really good burgers. They serve them on brioche buns. They've got you know, kind of fun toppings on uh, the drive-in burger. They've got bourbon, bacon, jam, and, you know, barbecue sauce. Some of them are topped with slaw. The onion rings, I don't eat onion rings, but my family does. And they said they were really good, really crispy. They also offer a bunch of different kinds of shakes uh, and sundaes. This is also one of the places in Hollywood studios where you can get flavored Coke. And it's like the real flavor Coke, not just out of the dispenser. They'll make you a cherry Coke. They'll make you a vanilla Coke or a chocolate Coke. I always get the vanilla Coke there because it's a really good vanilla Coke and those are free refills. So if it's a hot day and you know, you're just really dehydrated, of course you should have water, but if you want something sweet to pick you up, then I would get one of their flavored Cokes there, but stick with drive-in food and it's not bad. It's definitely a level above the quick service burgers the atmosphere is really fun. You've got to at least do it once. And if you have kids, they're going to love it. So that's a great, a great sit down uh, recommendation in Hollywood studios. That is one of one. Yeah, do try. it. I think I yeah. would love it. It's, you know, it's more expensive than it should be, but it, the food's decent. It, it's, you know, it's not going to win a Michelin star, but it's yeah. definitely better than average. <laughs> And then my other favorite place is Woody's Lunchbox. The only problem with that is the seating. It's really hard. And yeah, and it's not really shaded very well. Uh, Have you eaten there? No. Okay. So it can be hotter than the surface of the sun, all of Toy Story Land, particularly after about 11 a.m. But they have really good grilled cheese. If you are there when it's a little bit cooler, Uh, The last time I was there in uh, February, we got grilled cheese and tomato soup. That really hit the spot. And it's very good. They have a brisket melt uh, grilled cheese sandwich that's so good. They do it on 
I was looking at the picture of that. I'm thinking that's. And, you know what? I can only eat half of it. So, you know, you can order that and split it if you've got somebody that doesn't like to eat a lot because they, it's a pretty decently stuffed sandwich and it's got the shredded smoked it brisket it's, uh, on grilled sourdough bread and sourdough's kind of yes bread anyway. it's it's really good they've got the three grilled cheese sandwich they've got the smoked turkey sandwich i've had that as well that's pretty good chicken salad it's it's just a good quick sandwich place you can get the little kids meals they've got the turkey sandwich and the chicken sandwich and the grilled cheese and they serve it with a cutie's mm-hmm. orange and uh tots and then you know a beverage so it's a fun place. You may not be able to find a seat. Keep looking around. If you can get somebody in your party to snag one for you before your order comes in, that would be great. Uh, mobile order, absolutely mobile order. And then, of course, they've got mm-hmm. the Pop-Tarts. They call them box tarts. They're homemade Pop-Tarts, and they vary the kinds during the year. But they usually have the lemon blueberry or the raspberry. They're both really good. So that's kind of a fun dessert. I was looking at the holiday version. The hot cocoa one. Chocolate fudge filling, hot cocoa, Mm -hmm. marshmallow fondant. And And you can walk around with that. So you don't have to, you know, be glued there, which is good. Because like I said, the seating, they really need to expand that two times over the seating in that area, at least. And maybe with the new uh, Woody's Barbecue Roundup restaurant opening, hopefully next year. That will ease some of the congestion. I'm actually looking forward to that. Yeah, I might have to squirrel some money away so I can sneak down and try it out. Yeah. The other sit-down restaurant is Mama Melrose. And that is kind of in the back lot area of Hollywood Mm -hmm. Studios. It is a... It's supposed to look like a kind of a New York Italian restaurant. Yeah. It's adequate. The food, if you can't get in anywhere else and you really want to get in out of the heat and you just want to sit down in some air conditioning, it's it's not terrible. It's stupid expensive for pasta. Like you're paying mm-hmm. $26 for fettuccine with, you know, some chicken in it. That's crazy. Spaghetti meatballs is $26. So I think it's overpriced. Okay. Let me ask this. It's at least better than Tony's. Oh, well, everything is. <laughs> <laughs> it's slightly above Chef Boyardee. Yeah. No, it's okay. okay. It's it's adequate. It's just, I feel like what they're asking for, what they're giving you is a little bit insane. You know, they mm-hmm. have some okay, good desserts. They've got tiramisu. They have cannoli. They have um, cheesecake and a blueberry frangipani tart. You know, the, the desserts... It's a nice place if you really just want to get out of the heat, but be prepared to pay $26 for spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah, I don't I don't think I'd be in a hurry <laughs> yeah. for that. It's it's generally not overcrowded, so there's that. You know, reservations aren't terribly tough to get, and you know, again, that's it's a good option if you're you just can't keep walking and you really really need some cold air conditioning okay so before we leave the studios and go traipsing around the resorts let me ask you this question are there any of these places you would absolutely 100 percent avoid <laughs> hollywood and vine and again it's just i'm not in their demographic group you know maybe when my grandson gets a little bit older yeah you bet i would go there fairfax fair that's hot dogs so i probably it's a hot dog there <laughs> I don't want to pay those prices. Is that where you used to be able to get the turkey leg that you can't get I anymore? I think so, yeah. Yeah. 
I think yeah. so too. Rosie's All American Cafe isn't bad if you're in a pinch and you don't mind, you know, just sort of your average burgers, your average, your Disney quick service burgers. I was looking at that. If I was in a pinch, I'd probably eat there. It's not awful. <laughs> and it's a little bit out of the way. Yeah. So there's, you might be able to find, actually find a place. Yeah. They've sit. got a good salad. If you're looking for, you know, kind of a different salad, they've got a pulled pork, lettuce, roasted sweet potatoes, um, tortilla strip, pomegranate, pickle, radish, the kind of pumpkin seed. It's a different salad. So if you are looking for something like that, you know, if you're a vegetarian, tell them to leave the pulled pork off, but that's not bad. But other than that, it's hot dogs, hamburgers, and chicken nuggets. Adequate, but there is better. But I do understand sometimes you're just desperate and you're starving. <laughs> and, it's, and for Disney prices, they're not. No. Hard. And it's always better when your kids are going, I'm hungry, not to wait for one more ride. Stop and feed them right. and then go on. Yeah, because it's only going to get worse from there. <laughs> exactly. So uh, Backlot Express, you know, that's in the Echo Lake area. Again, it's okay. Every once in a while, they have something pretty good. And honestly, they've gotten better. And so they've got a, a barbecued pulled pork burger. They have a teriyaki chicken bowl. They have a Cuban sandwich. They have a Southwest salad. And they've got a teriyaki tofu bowl. So there probably is something for everybody there. My daughter got something there our last trip, and I can't remember what it was. It might have been the teriyaki bowl because she and I both like uh -huh. that kind of. So it might have been that. But I can't remember what she got, but she said she liked it. So ABC Commissary is another one of those quick service restaurants that are trying to improve, that are trying to be a little more adventurous with their menu. And a lot of people love their buffalo chicken grilled cheese sandwich. They've got a good Mediterranean salad and they've got some shrimp tacos and pork tacos. And I know that they're like arugula ferris salad that you can get on the side is really mm -hmm. popular. So ABC commissary, I would probably go there before Backlot Express, but you know, a lot of these little places in Hollywood studios, they've got at least one thing on their menu that's worth eating there. I'm not going to say everything, mm -hmm. but there's always at least one thing. And another place that's pretty popular is Baseline Tap House. That is right. I have heard a lot. Yeah. So if you're coming out of Galaxy's Edge past the Muppets, it's kind of right on your left on the corner and it is a lounge. But they do have a huge Bavarian pretzel with a beer cheese fondue and a spicy mustard. And they've also got a really nice charcuterie board if you're into that kind of thing with the cheese and the uh, salami. So the good thing about Baseline Tap House, too, is they're not super expensive. Like the cheese and charcuterie plate is only $12.50. And if you're looking for like a really kind of filling snack that might get you to your next meal, you can split that with somebody. That. Six twenty-five each in Disney World. That's you know that's a good deal. They've also got that's almost a McDonald's. Oh, really? Place. They've got it. If you like craft beer, that is the place to go for that. Uh, if you want something non-alcoholic with your snack, they've got a wild strawberry uh, lemonade. It's just a nice little place, and you can sit in the courtyard, and it's usually pretty shady right there, the way the structures are. So that's a good that's a good place if you want a really good pretzel. It's not your average Mickey pretzel from the cart. It's really right. nicely baked and it's huge. So I would there, I would either choose the pretzel or the charcuterie plate. And it's a really good value for your money and just a really nice little break in your day. 
I'm thinking about the money I have to spend to actually get in these places to try these restaurants. Because right now, all I want to do is go eat at yeah. this restaurant. <laughs> you keep giving me stuff I got to go They're try all out. good. The other place, of course, is uh, over in Galaxy's Edge. The other kind of restaurant or food place there, the biggest one, is Docking Bay 7. It's not bad. Again, it's it's okay. They've got several different kinds of entrees. They've got... Um, They've got several chicken things. They've got a tuna. Uh, they've got a beef kind of smoky glazed stir fry. And they've got some pork ribs. I usually go in and get the little kefta and hummus garden kids plate. It's just a little stack for me. Uh, the, the what do they call it? Here, let me see. I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan in the world. I like it, but I'm not obsessed. So, Oh, the, the taco donna. Thank you. Dippers. I would not have pronounced that right. <laughs> I don't know if I did either, but I just went. So I will eat that. That's some black bean hummus. And it's a cute, it's a cute little dip thing with some veggies. It's for your kids, but it's a great little snack. If you just want something quick, it's also pretty crowded mm-hmm. in there. I would definitely uh, go with mobile order, but it's air conditioned and, and there's quite a lot of places to sit. So you're not usually struggling at, like you are over at Woody's lunchbox to find a place. And it's a little different. It's not your straight hot dogs, hamburgers, whatever. They've, they've kind of got some fun stuff there. So definitely try that out. It's a little more adventuresome, it looks it like. It is. But you should be able to identify most of what's Right, you place. should. And, you know, I do like that about Hollywood Studios. If you just want a burger and fries, you can get that in spades there. But if you want something different, they do have other options as well. I do think that the studios, with, with the exception of Epcot, where you can get anything, yes. we'll talk about that in a future show. Yeah. But Hollywood Studios does offer you a really pretty good variety of options. They do. Depending on what your taste is. And most of them are quick service, so you don't need a reservation. You've only got, what, three, that four that need a reservation. Yeah. So if you don't really care about those, you've got an open field to try some different things and maybe test your palate a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah, They're, it's, a, it's pretty safe. There's nothing super super out there like i think most people would be comfortable with with what they have if they want to try to be a little more adventurous but if you want just a super yummy sweet dessert that's really not terribly awfully priced go over to epic eats right next to the indiana jones show they do a bunch of different funnel cakes and they're like huge and then they put ice cream on them and then they put syrup on them and then they put whipped cream on them (laughs) And it's delicious. You can also get just like a Barks root beer float there, which is really good on a hot day. And that's only $6. So it's if you're just walking around. A little sugar and a little caffeine because Barks is It does. Caffeine. It's like the perfect pick-me-up in Hollywood Studios. Again, not enough foliage in that park. So there's just, you know, vast expanses of concrete there in the middle. And it can get pretty hot. So, yeah, go get yourself a caffeinated root beer float to, to keep going. This brings Tour 80 to a close, and we really hope that you're getting some kind of assistance in planning your visit to Disney Hollywood Studios. Or maybe you're a little more confused. There is a lot of information here, but hopefully this makes your decision easier to make. Next week, we will continue to look at what we are calling the Disney Hollywood Studios Area Resorts, and we're doing that because of the easy access by way of the Skyliner. So pop in, there's a hint, to hear our thoughts on those particular resorts. 
I want to take a moment to thank our tour guide, Diane Whiting, for being here this week. She's a boatload of information. I'm really glad to have her here. For now, this is Magical Matthew, and we'll catch you next week. Thank you, my friends, for joining us for this episode of Disney Conversations. Disney Conversations is an M. Morgan production and is not directly affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All music and audio clips used in this podcast are under the ownership of the Walt Disney Company. Visit us on Facebook at Disney Conversations Podcast. And until we meet next time, TTFN.